This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Well, hello, hello, tis the season to inspire, and I just have a feeling my guest today is going to do that, but before I bring her on, let me just tell you a bit, this is going to be fun, I have no idea what's going to happen, about Marnie Near. All right, here we go. She's a mom, a daughter, a wife, a TV writer, co-author and VP of Content and Development, as well as an expert coach, which I'm very familiar with, at Handle Group, an executive life coaching company co-founded by her two sisters. The Handle Method, created by her sister, Lauren Zander, has been developed and taught at over 50 universities and institutes of learning across the country and abroad, including MIT, Stanford School of Business, Columbia, Yale, and New York Public School System. Woohoo! Marnie's best known for her sense of humor. Here we go. Truck driver mouth. Okay. And being, ooh, ooh, the nicest of the three <laughs> sisters. Well, welcome. 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 This is going to be fun. How are yes, you? Were you in New York? I'm in New York. I'm in Westchester, about an hour north of the city. Oh. Yes. I can't believe we haven't met yet. I mean, you know, I was so much a part of the Handle Group. I'm thinking, I've seen your face. I recognize your stuff. Come on, where did we meet? I don't know. We, I, we'll have to figure it out. We have to. I don't know. I don't know. But then you know, I, I sound like my sisters. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all the same. All right. So before you know, we start. I said I don't want to know anything about you. I want to yes. get it out on air, and I want to back up till the time, like when you were four years old. Can we do that? <laughs> if you really wanna. <laughs> well, I know the way this method works. So let's... It's your show. Let's let's do it. <laughs> so, I I get that the whole family love and all that, but what was mom and dad like? Were they into this? Um, yeah, maybe they were the cause of it. Oh, <laughs> would, be, would be best. Yeah, you know what? They, when my older sister Beth. Uh, like she's the one who kind of dragged the whole family. I mean, I probably take credit for like bringing the folks to therapy when I was in my teens because I decided, you know, they were the problem. <laughs> of course they were. Can't be you. Yeah. <laughs> it was not. It was yeah. definitely them. So like, I think they were willing to always uh, go look at it, check it out, do seminars. So I, yeah, they were always um, willing. Okay. To, to take a look. And so um, eventually we took advantage of that. <laughs> so, okay. So they took a look and you decided you needed therapy or counseling or whatever. Yes. But, but Handle Group is, is a totally different way of counseling from, I'm just going to say this, when I was young and my mom went to the counselors, I would just look at them and go, what are you talking about? Like, yes. it just, it didn't make sense to me. Like, okay, first of all. Why are you making this lady, that's what I used to call my mom, repeat her story over and over again? She's getting depressed here. I mean, it didn't make sense. Like, can't we get it out and move on? Like, it just, even as a kid, it didn't make sense, you know? Yes. Something in my head. Forget the spiritual end. Logically, this cannot be good. Right. And so, how did they break out of that, you know? Because this is a whole new path. 
It's a whole new, I mean, eventually my, so my sister Lauren, it's her method. She like circled back and, and used the rest of us as her guinea pigs for figuring out how to make this work, how it not, like we don't just end up with telling stories and sad stories about our past, but we actually yeah. go and, you know, do something about it all and yeah. maybe even, you know, retranslate it all and get suspicious of every last story we're still telling about mm. when we were four. Uh, so I hate that part, by the way. I hated that part. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, as a writer, it was really kind. Of, it, I'd say it's fun in italics. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. fun yeah. To, in, theory. Like, in, in theory when Lauren, you know, had me circle back and go uh, check out some of my stories and find out that they were very one-sided and not yeah. all that balanced. Yeah. So why don't we just jump into that? There's a lot of people that probably aren't familiar with the Handler Group. Let's let's put it down into like a small little nutshell, if you okay. can. Ready? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me the method. Let's just get it to because a lot of people aren't familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see how I would do this. Uh, first step, we have everybody do. Like no matter who you are, how big, how already successful you are in your life, we okay. have you write dreams in uh 12 different areas of your life okay right? so no matter how evolved you are doesn't matter how spiritually connected it doesn't matter okay. Hugh well, Jack- right right like Hugh Jackman had to write his dreams people yeah, yeah. right like he's he had to write them and you think like fuck that he already fulfilled most of them and yeah. it's true except no matter who you are you still have more you still have what you're avoiding and scared yeah. of and yeah. not dealing with and compartmentalizing so there isn't one of us uh, that really is living true to ourselves and our dreams in all 12 areas 12, right oh, how perfect 12 steps and yeah you know, isn't there 12 days of christmas or something there, 12 is a good number it, yeah. it's a good number it, we used to have it as 18 because we really liked it but then truly it was 12 worked and okay. it was better okay cool so that's step one, and what you'll find out in that is kind of a setup is that you suck at dreaming. We all do. Like, we really stopped when we were kids. Uh, we had huge dreams, and the more we didn't, you know, we failed at them, uh, the more we uh, made them smaller so that we could possibly achieve them, or we just decided we didn't want the things anyway. Okay. So uh, that's step one is to write your dreams, rewrite them a couple of times until you're madly in love with them uh, so that now at least we have a like what for to go to battle yeah, with yeah. your lower self, right? The voices in your head that really yeah. whose job is to um, keep you safe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and not, if we're in the jungle, it works. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and not failing, right? It just yeah. doesn't matter if safe precludes happiness right and our head's yeah. job is really to not be stupid right yeah <laughs> right? yeah uh it's just a bummer because then see dreams we're not living true to them we're not fighting for them we're playing much smaller and wanting what we can have okay right so that's yeah. big part of the handel method is to get you uh giving a shit about things and mattering to yourself because we'll put other people first uh the minute you have kids you're putting them first like yeah. we're just doing a lot of damn kids yeah, yeah, yeah. like and, and convenient kids right like it wasn't like i wanted to go to the gym anyway right right <laughs> right i now just have a hall pass for a whole lot so, i'm a giving person i don't i don't do I'm anything so, for myself i'm like, so nice sandy yeah. right? i'm gonna email instead of run <laughs> right 
I, I like the one, I'm sorry, yesterday, uh, I'm sorry, you know, I really, oh gosh, she's going to kill me, but I have to say, she's like, I really don't have time to work out because, you know, Sandy, I believe it's more important to give back to the community. Oh, nice one. I mean, <laughs> how do you argue that? Oh, my God, right? Yeah. Like, as if it's one or the other, right? Yeah, or like, or yeah. as if you're not a better community <laughs> giver having worked out. Right? Like, I work out an hour a day. I hate mankind. You know? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So... All right, so then we've done that. Now we're going to battle with all your excuses and the noises in your head, and we've given each of the voices in your head a name so you could start to have a sense of humor about what we'd call your dark side. Yeah. Right? Uh, So we go to battle with those. We distinguish those um, because that is really um, truly what's standing in your way of achieving all your dreams that you said, you know, in step one that you wanted. Right. So let's... Let's stop right there. So okay. how long does the, I know it's, this is hard, but the process of that take, can it take? Because that's a huge process. Like the average person to get through all that, the first 12 steps and really put down what they want. How long do you, or do you give them a certain time frame? Um, well, look, when we work with a client, it all depends, right? It depends how quick you want to go achieve it. You really could go quickly. We say like from step one to like the end of our method, like we really could transform and change a human being in six months and oh. it could go quicker depending how quick you want to do it. But like in our six um, months, that's amazing. Yeah. A lifetime of screw ups. Well, look, I, I swear, Sandy, I've, I've changed a person's life. No shit in the first call. It's like one of my favorite sessions <laughs> is that first one because you do the entire assignment. Right. And so now I have all your like really miserly mean to yourself dreams, because not only do we not know how to dream, we are so cruel to ourselves. Why is that? In them. Right. Like we're dreaming like my triceps don't jiggle anymore. (laughs) Right. Right. Like that's as good as it gets. Right. Wow. That's huge. (laughs) Wear long sleeves. That's like we're just like, I'm no longer just look people in the mirror, talk to themselves such smack. You know, they're always so scared. I'm going to be mean to them. But I always just laugh and say, I'll never be as mean to you as you are. I swear. I swear. Right. It just isn't even possible. You're so people are so mean to themselves and keep themselves small. Okay. Right. So where was I? What were we on? You were talking about you could change a person's... Ah, yes. I, I, in my one session challenge, yeah. right? Yeah. Because one of the assignments we also give people is to write their bio. Yeah. Right? And, you know, try to keep it short, but I don't care. Like, do what you need. Tell me what I need to know about you. And in that bio is... Uh, they're just gems in there about yeah. like what you think it's important that I know. Like even when I giggled and wrote my three line bio for you and I was like, I'm the nicest of the three sisters, yeah. <laughs> right? Like out of three sentences I wanted to, you know, I giggled and put that one in because yeah. that made me happiest. So yeah, yeah I, I had this one client in his first session, his entire bio was about his father. Really? I swear. And his last like me, and this is, I'm talking, this is like an MIT professor. Yeah. Right? So it's not, yeah. it's not some, no small human. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in his last paragraph, maybe he mentioned himself. Right? Yeah. It was like, and professor. Uh, and I just giggled at him, right? Like I made him read it out loud so that he could get his own aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
of what the fuck he thought was important. Yeah. Like, what? Right. Right. right? This was your bio. Uh, and I swear we did have another set. He was like, thank you. Oh, my God. We were done. We were really done. That's he, it. He got to see what was informing his entire life. Lord have mercy. Okay. Right? Yeah. Right. So it could happen really, really quickly. Um, yeah. It it could happen in, you know, one zinger, like a really good sentence that you never even thought of could like unravel an entire, you know how like if there's a thread hanging out of your sweater and I just pull the right thread, your whole sweater's fucked up. Yeah. It's yeah. that, right? Yeah. So it all depends when that happens, when you finally get a clue of how uh, yeah. purposely clueless you've been. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. By the way, my dog is That's barking. That's your dog. That's my dog who barks. But he, I swear to you, he barks when he knows I have something really big to say. That's like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing with children, no? No, it's funny. So, I, you know, I went through this myself years ago. And I have to tell you, people out there, and you know me, I'm pretty open. I fought it tooth and nail. Like, <laughs> I don't need to do this. I don't need to go back. I don't like, I got yeah. this down, you know? Yeah. Yes. And you know, I didn't, you know, who does? And that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I think for me, it was more like a six month thing, which was like, you know, not yeah. yeah. the first call was, you know, an awakening that I really didn't arrive anywhere. And then it took about, you know, six months. Yeah. Till yeah. it like you hit the, yeah. You yeah. hit that one right thread or a couple yeah. threads yeah. that then have you. I was that, stubborn. I was, you know, a lot of people, I was yeah. stubborn. You know? Look, and there's a lot of us that are, you know, I mean, some of the the more, I don't know, I guess transformed people are the more, the people that have done the most self-help work yes. and have been really into us are the biggest pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with you, sister. Yeah. <laughs> Right, because they already know this, and they already spoke to their parents, yeah. and they already went back there, and they really yeah. do. Like, it's not like we don't agree. Like, I'd like to put your past where yeah. it belongs. It's just, I swear, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I remember. See, for my my um, parents had passed away, and I so I would had to write the letter. Yeah. You want me to write a letter to a dead person? <laughs> okay. Wait right. a minute. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> okay, I'll right, do it. How's this going to work? <laughs> and I start writing it. I'm like, oh, rah, rah, rah. You know? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you never know. You have to be open-minded and yes. trusting. And I think the biggest part, you really, if you know the method, and you really have to have a bond with the coach. You know, once you trust your coach, that's it, right? Don't you agree? I mean, because you can take them anywhere once they trust you. Yeah, look, I, yes, I agree. But, you know, we've also found, because we've done, the, so I wrote with Lauren the online coaching course yeah. called Inner You. And, you know, you really can, though you do get a free coaching session in it after you completed the first three modules, you still, like, the question is, can you go do this by yourself? Like, could you do it without a coach? Uh. And, uh, and the answer is, yeah. Right. I mean, Lauren talks you through it. In some ways, it's like, I mean, ideally, obviously, it's both. Right. Yeah. It's like have yes. this, have the textbook and the professor. 
Yeah. Right? Would be yeah. the ideal it's situation. The ideal. Yeah. yeah. But could you just have the most amazing textbook that we really like? I, I, I thought of everything and every question I've ever been asked or Lauren's been asked, you know, that where people get stopped and confused and all that. And we'd have demos in it where we, uh, you Ooh. know, a client talks through it of, of their epiphany or their struggle and the assignment. So we figured out how you don't have to have it because we really want to go change the planet. And that means we got to get to every single person. Yeah. Um, or at least one important one in the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So like go shift it. Yeah. Um, so the answer is yes and no. Like it's awesome if you could afford to have a coach. Yeah. We yeah. also do um, master classes for interview where it's a group call on Zoom for free that comes with the program. Yeah. We're that determined to make sure everyone has all their questions, you know, gets their hand held if they need it. Yeah. Well, I like that. I like that you said it that way, that if we really want to touch as many people as possible, then you had to figure out another way just besides one-on-one coaching. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I agree uh, with anything, you know, the, the book, the methods, everything, you could do it on your own. But if you could, having that one-on-one person, you know, look at you is ideal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and we've even set up a buddy system because we're like, it also helps not to have your normal, you know, partners in crime hold you to account for your promises. Oh, yeah, that doesn't work. Right? It doesn't yeah. work yeah. because they're yeah. your friends because they're the same shits you are. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, right? Or as yeah. great as you are and as crappy as you are, they're not going to like necessarily force you to the gym if they yeah. don't want to go either. So I remember, I don't know if they still do this, but maybe Laura just made me do it, <laughs> that if I didn't do something, I had to have a consequence. Yes. So I was supposed to, of course, I figured, a way, I figured a way around it, but then I she caught it. it. Uh, like, she, I was like, I had, every time I did something, I had to give $25 to charity. Well, yes. hell, I don't give a shit. I helped right. somebody, right? So then it went to, oh my God, I couldn't do it. I had to throw the $25 out the window. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, somebody was getting it on the street because I would throw it out in Center City. You know, and so somebody would get it. Then it went to, okay, you have to rip it up. All right, I'm done. You know what I mean? You you know what I mean? So you have your, like, oh my God, I can't just rip up money if I don't do that. But it took me a while, like, yeah, I'll give it to charity. No, throw it out the window. Oh, someone will get it that needs it. You know, isn't it funny how we trick ourselves? Yeah, we're we're that slippery. It's what, you know, it's like, Part of my favorite thing about humans is how dark and funny and twisted we are and we don't even know it, right? But yes, a lot of people, um, you know, their first take at consequences. So look, it's how we get, so part of the method uh, is promises and consequences is in order to like have the, so if you wrote in one of the 12 areas, which is health and body, you want the body of your dreams, right? And you wrote it out and you really love it. And it's a size X on here and you're wearing your lucky jeans and you're just so excited, right? Like you can't just dream it. You actually, there's actions that that have to go with that. So there really are specific promises you need, right? So it really is three times to the gym. It really is how many minutes are you actually working out of the gym I don't want you just going to the juice bar right so it's putting in specific promises but the truth is we humans uh, don't mind feeling guilty and uh, sincerely tried and have a good excuse like the minute we have a good excuse and we feel bad we don't have to go to the gym right so we're out to like trump excuses and guilt right 
uh, and just like either do what you say or pay the piper. And then the pay the piper is the is the consequence. And yeah, what is yeah. it? Right? And yes, most of us will go like, no, cream in my coffee or something, which, you know, in their mind, they're like, I should be giving it up anyway. Milk isn't good for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're so sleazy. It's awesome. Right? But if it really was... Um, no coffee, right? And then yeah. everyone in my household knew. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, I Like, the bummer for humanity is I would really fight for my coffee more than my body. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is but, that a bummer? Is right. it really? <laughs> <laughs> right? But so be it, right? Like, yeah. welcome to the species. And that's the game of can you deal with your dark side and get it on the right length leash so you could fight for your dream uh, and get your coffee. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about what you said, you know, as far as a buddy and consequences and being accountable. Most of, I was thinking of the people who I love dearly, they would not want you to point out to them, well, you must not really want your dream. Do you know what I mean? Like, because when you, like, let's just even use, you know, the gym, because that's my background field. When people tell me I don't have time to work out, time to meditate and all that, they really believe it. And if you shoot holes in it to them, they're going to hate you. They're, they're, it's, it's just the way it is. They don't want you to tell them. It takes some outside, like you said, maybe a book, maybe something they read or an outside influence because they want, they really want to believe their stories. Exist, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it depends. Look, some of your best friends are the ones that don't buy your bullshit. They really are. Right. But you right. also do know which friend to go to when you're like, do I really, should I? <laughs> That's true. You know which ones are going to go, yeah, you you look fine, you know. Oh, yeah, those pants are great. You know, you didn't gain weight when you went to Italy, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, you you know. Of course you don't have time to work out. Okay, you got three kids. Right, yes. I knew knew which OB to go to when I wanted to, like, drink wine during my pregnancy with the second one. (laughs) Wait a minute. There is an OBGYN. (laughs) You're like, you know, right? You could have sushi. I was like, you win. You are the right doctor for me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So there's, uh, but I do think um, the right friend that knows how to do it, like you don't have to be an asshole when you're telling, like when you're supporting someone's dream, right? You really can support it with grace and uh, and a sense of humor about it, right? And we're even, like, until someone like builds that muscle of personal integrity, we call it, right? They don't know how good it feels. Like the day... You know, a lot of times my consequence is I lose wine for the evening because I really obviously like my glass of wine at night. And I got that. (laughs) Right? You can tell, right? With C-O-B-G-Y-M. All right. uh, So that consequence really had me write my TV show, really had, like it had me fight for something. And then the the day I didn't write in the morning and uh, had to listen to my head go like, you promised no wine, but can, you can have beer. You know what I mean? And I get to listen to that jerk in my head that's trying to convince me that I can have beer instead of wine yeah. and, and still not have it. And I end up proud of myself as opposed to excusing why I didn't write is, is the most awesome feeling that people don't know. Uh, and that's the key to the consequences in keeping them is you still end up proud of yourself versus having to talk to yourself and excuse and blame and do whatever you had to do to not keep your promise that was going to forward your dream. 
Yeah, you know, it's... And I've been around the block a lot and yeah. talked to a lot of people about different methods. And, you know, there's, I believe there's always, you know, a way that fits you more. And there's so many wonderful things out there and systems. I've never, ever would understood until I did it, the consequent thing and yeah. how much it really works. Like, yeah. I, 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 cause I've never heard of that. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Why? That just doesn't make sense to me. Like I have to punish myself. It just... Until I was in it. Yes. And then if you find the right stupid consequence, right, it's not supposed to, like, we're not out for you. It's so funny. So people either come up with the one of, like, give money to charity so then yeah. they don't feel bad about paying it. Right, right. Uh, are, the, are people, like, immediately go to the punishment part, right? They yeah. immediately go, I have a friend that's like, all right, if I don't, whatever, I can't walk, go to the beach for my, you know, afternoon walk that saves right. my life. Because <laughs> I have heart condition. Right? Like, I can't communicate with God, right? Like, that's the first thing no, you want to no. take away, yeah. right? Yeah. It's so, it's awesome how untrained we are and how trained we are in feeling bad and punishment as yeah. opposed to finding something uh, just annoying, Right. Yeah. Or just, you know, losing TV or yeah. having to go, you know, jump your spouse an extra time this week or like just something yeah. so ridiculous that has you proud of yourself. You either keep your promise or pay and you're ha either one is a win. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, you say at the beginning, you're the one that wrote this down. Like we didn't make this up. Right. If you don't want to lose weight or have that dream body. Fine with us. Right. You know, this is all about you. And when, when you say that about the body, because a lot of people, when I was telling, you know, well, what do you really want? They're like, well, I'm not superficial like you. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's one way of putting it. Or is that another excuse? Like, I hope I'm not superficial, but yeah, I like to look and feel good. So how do you answer that one? Because I would love your point of view versus mine. Yeah, look, it's I, like I promise it because it, it's not like, yes, right, Emma, do I care about what I look like? Of course, do most humans, if not all care about what they look like? Yes. Right. So yeah. I think the person that goes that super fit, like you're writing your dream of what you want to say to your like your. So one of the areas that we have you dream in is your relationship to yourself. Okay. And yeah. that's a really important one. That's really uh, what you say to you when you look in the mirror. Right. And how you feel about yourself and how proud and hot you feel, whatever the fuck that size is. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to sit yeah. there and, say, and impose that you need to be a size four. Right. Yeah. Even if I am. Right. But I, but if if your freaking dream is a size 10. Right. And that would rock your world because you haven't been a 10 in 10 years. Yeah. Right. And I swear. Right. And I swear they have a dream, but they figured out how to label it something that they could get a like not try not to give a shit about it anymore yeah like yeah. i can't tell you how many single people we coach that like really wish they didn't give a shit yeah <laughs> right yeah. like they, they really i don't need i'm independent i don't need it like they think their dream is to not need anyone right yeah. and it's a bummer because uh they're just trying to uh you know, compartmentalize and live without. So I don't really believe someone that says it's superficial. I'm also, you know, we're talking about health. Yeah, yeah. We're not even just talking about what size jeans you are. Exactly. But I swear they have a dream about yeah. what size jeans yeah. they are. They really do. 
All right, so wait a minute, wait a minute. You just said something precious here. So let's dive into that one. Uh, I don't need anyone. So that's a tricky one. The, you said a lot of people that are single were saying, you know, I don't really need anyone, and, and that's not true. They're just trying to convince themselves of that. I get it, I get it. Um, is there that fine line between, okay, I'm happy with who I am and, and like, loving my life, you know, and I would like having someone in it. Because this is a big question for all our listeners. Yes. Do you know look, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, need was strong, right? Because yeah. then everyone would like their hair would bristle that I just said need somebody, right. <laughs> right? But like, I don't like, I adore, look, I've been married 25 years and he's my best friend, Aww. right? And I really am a, like, I, I only need a couple of friends, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like, and it makes me for me, right? That's like my ideal is uh, that sort of that human, right? Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't mean like, oh my god, I can't go play by myself, or I'm not happy alone. Of course, yeah. I'm happy alone. If yeah. I weren't happy alone, uh, my relationship wouldn't be great with him, right? And I'd be ashamed. I like, agree, right? So I, of course, I need to like love myself. It is so important, but. Or and, right? It's like a both. Like, why? It's not either or. And I think a lot of people just want to write it off uh, because, look, I don't think in order to feel happy and whole, you need somebody. But don't lie to yourself and say you don't want someone. No, right? Right, And so I I really think you need to actually actually be happy in your own skin, of course, and happy in your own life with or without someone. Sure. Is it more fun with someone? In my opinion, yes. Yes. In most people's opinion, but I there are those, most people. there's those who, you know, don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know how many, like, I really, I think most of us real, even if you don't want, like, monogamy, right? Yeah. Then, like, you still want to go get laid a bunch. We, like, <laughs> I would think most, right? Right, like, so somewhere I think we've, like, given, there are people that have given up on it and then write it in a certain yeah. way if I don't want it anyway. Gotcha. And again, I don't, like, I'll sit there in their dream because it's my job as a coach or a friend to actually um, not believe them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And want what they won't admit right. until they do. Right. It's the same thing like their body. It's yes. like, you know, admitting saying, oh, I don't really want to f- like look and feel that way. It, really? Or you just don't want to do the you know, work. I yeah, know they're scared. It's that yeah. that re- dream writing first assignment to get someone that struggled with weight for their entire lives is really, really difficult for them. Right. To actually admit um, what they really want, what would rock yeah. their world would have to yeah. like invalidate who they are and how far they've come. And it doesn't. Right. Yeah. But it is like pulling teeth because the truth is if you really admit it, you, there's like so much shit you have to do and you really do have to put the cookie or the drink or the, like you're yeah. going to have to put it down and get your ass to the gym. Do you think I hear like, for example, it's the time of year. So with new year's resolutions, a lot of people have said to me, they don't make them. Because that way they're not disappointed when <laughs> yes. they don't yes. get them, which there's so many issues with that, you know. Yeah. I get not overshooting. I'm going to go to the gym seven right. days a week from doing nothing and I'm right. going to eat vegan and uh, <laughs> yeah. from like, you know, being a meat eater. Yes. But it makes me really sad when I hear that. Yes. Yeah. You know? Look, it, it is true. Look, yeah. You know, again, when we start to deal 
you know, in the session two about the voices in your head. And, you know, the three main ones that we talk about a lot are the chicken, the brat and the weather reporter. Right. And all of those are deep at work when someone says, like, I don't want to like already knows they're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Right. And you could hear you could hear the brat that doesn't want to like step up and fucking fail again. Yeah. Right. And the chicken that just, you know what I mean, is scared to hurt her own feelings or his own feelings. Yeah. By wanting what's, what's a weather reporter? I know the chicken. The weather is right. reporter is is at play there also because a weather reporter is the voice in your head that reports on your life like you have nothing to do with it. Like just like it's uh. rained in Seattle, you suck at going to the gym. Come January second, you'll go four times and never go again. Like it just reports as if it's not true that if I said Sandy, I'll give you a million dollars if you get your ass to the gym three times a week for the next six months. Yeah. Right. And I have yeah. a check for you sitting here. Do you yeah. really think you, that the person couldn't do it? Yeah. And it's uh, not true for like the money test works, you know, whatever your number is, it works yeah. for almost everything, which shows that you're full of shit. All right. So you keep, you mentioned the dark side. A lot. Yes. Like, let's get into that. Like, what really is, is the dark side? Is it, you mean the negative chatter in your head or what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Look, it's, it's all of our excuses. It's uh, it's all of those voices in our head, right? And all the feeling bad and all the, look, the reason why I can't tell my friend that she gained weight after traveling in Italy for three months, right? right is because like, it'll hurt her feelings and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now, is that true that it'll hurt her feelings? Sure. Okay, fine. Yeah. Is it your number one impetus for why don't tell her? Hmm. I'd say no, right? Because it's not like if you met the species we are, we're not that nice. We just don't want our friends to know we're that bitchy and had that thought. Like we're so much more self-protective than we are selfless. Right. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you, you think there's a part that you, if you know the person doesn't take even constructive criticism well, that you could not have a friend and you're not worth giving that up? I think if you uh, are that two-faced with your friend because you're so protective, then you're not even, you're not a good friend. (laughs) Two-faced. You know what I mean? Right? Look, and that's what I mean about our dark side is that, like, we call that snice, right? It's like, it's like snake plus nice. And look, it's not, right? If you can't be your whole self, even (laughs) your bitchy whole self to your friend, then does she or he know you? Right? right? And it doesn't mean your thoughts are yeah. real. It's just your fucking opinion. Well, I just, from <laughs> personal experience, this is what I know. Okay. My friends, uh-huh. who I love dearly, yes. when there's something to be said that they think will help a friend, they call me and go, you do it. You call and tell <laughs> so-and-so, you know, they're drinking too much. You tell so-and-so, you know, about raising a kid. Like, you say it in a way that won't offend. I'm like, yeah, yes. guys are full of shit. Yeah, yes. maybe because I think about it and I come from love, but they're still going to be pissed off. No, no, you do it. You do it. I do it anyhow because, you know, yes. I, I want to. Yes. But I would say most times that I've had those serious conversations that I really love them and knew would benefit them, uh, most of them didn't talk to me anywhere from six weeks Shut to, up. to six months. <laughs> 
Oh, that sucks. All right. Here's what I have to say about that. Okay. And I'm telling you, I meditated. I I'm came sure. from divine invention. I loved them. I I cared about them more than, you know, yes. myself and blah, yes. blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yes. And, I, and so now on the phone, they go, hey, we, I'm like, oh, no, not me. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if I have six weeks to six months for this person to come around and go, right. you know, sand. Thank the you. time I hated you, but right. I'm telling you, I, I can't. You. I can't even think of a time that someone didn't at least talk to me for six weeks. All right, all right. So here's what I have to say about that. Okay. Don't do it anymore. Go yeah, to the hand. Yeah, you, woo -hoo. Yes. Now here's here. Yes, you could do that too. But here's what I have to say. I'm uh, listening. All right. We believe. By the way, they're all listening out there. That's and awesome. I, and I'm going to tell them to them. Yes. Right. Please talk to Sandy. She loves you and means well. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Here's, here's what I'd say for you and coaching for you, okay, yeah. is if you have a theory, right, or a belief, right, yeah. a belief is just a longer lived theory, yeah. uh, that people can't handle the truth. You know, the Jack Nicholson line? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just can't handle the truth. Right. They don't uh, want the truth. Right. They don't. Right. So you have a bunch of theories or we'd even call them taglines. Right. Yeah. And it's not a great tagline. Right. But it's a tagline. And we all have a gazillion. Like we have them on everybody, everything. Yeah. We've got taglines there. Uh, so you have a tagline that people easily get hurt, can't handle the truth, don't want to hear it. It's hard. Blah, blah, blah. OK. Right. right. I've heard you say a couple of those already. Right. Yeah. What happens when we have a theory is, again, welcome to the species. See the dark side. We really would rather be accurate about our theories than incorrect. Right. Human beings really like to be right about a whole slew of things, whether they're good or bad. Correct. Right. I, uh, it's hard for me to lose weight. My metabolism, my mother, uh, my uh, husband, blah, blah. OK. Right. We have a lot of is's. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. have an is. And then the good question to ask yourself is what comes first, your friends or the theory? Mm. Right? Does your theory pick your friends? Ooh, good one. Right? And then yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? And like it's not consciously Right. No. But we put like if you have the truth is a little hard to tell and then we'd have to go back to your parents and go who was yeah. who was a little ruthless telling the truth or who didn't put any grace. And we'd yeah. go find out where you got that from or who else had that theory because theories are, uh, you know, it's emotional DNA. We get we get handled that shit from our parents. It, yeah. it goes back. It's epigenetics. Yeah. Right. So that theory would have uh your friend, like picking your friends and their reactions work perfectly to prove your C, I shouldn't tell them I'm going to lose this one for six weeks. And then your friends that say, hey, Sandy, <laughs> will you tell so-and-so that she's drinking too much? Your friends also have the same, like birds of a feather, right? They yeah. also have, Sandy will do it, right? <laughs> Because so and so will never talk to her again for six weeks, and Sandy can live with it, and I yeah, can. Yeah, I'll live with it. Right. Yeah. So the whole group, like your cute little group of you know hens, yeah. uh, all believe that the truth is um, difficult to take. Is yeah. difficult to take and yeah. swallow, and people don't want to hear it. But it really isn't. Look, it's not. It's not like I walk around like, wow, people like to hear the truth. But if I have that, <laughs> look, I actually like hard truths, except do I think that the truth causes intimacy? Right? Yes. 
Do I think it can be really sexy? Yes. Do I feel so much better when I tell it? Do I talk to myself so much less when I just tell the truth? Yes. Does the world talk to themselves way too much? Lose sleep, need a drink, need a cookie? And it's because no one's telling the whole truth. Hmm. Right? They're managing everything they don't say. Right? So there's a lot of puppeteering going on out there, and no one really feels truly, truly, obviously I'm overgeneralizing, but feels truly, truly known or loved because we can't say everything. So we're not being our full selves. I remember I used to walk around with this funny tagline for myself of it's so hard to be me. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. like one of my fans, so hard to be me, Sandy. And then, like, I eventually had the unraveling epiphany of, oh my God, Marty, it's only so hard to be you because you're not you. Ooh, I like that one. Right? You think, yeah. you, like, we all walk around thinking we know what other people think, feel, how they're going to react. And we don't get that one, we're causing it, right? Because our thoughts yeah. really cause our reality. Uh, and two, uh, it, it allows us to not. Okay, so there's be a big honest. one. Most of, my, most of my listeners, I think, get that. Yes. Your thoughts, you know, and I'm right there. Yes. Uh, but there's a lot of people that don't believe that. I'm sure yes. you know that. Yes. Okay. I mean, I live in a household. I don't even know one family member that does believe that. So when I say something, it's just like cuckoo. And I go, I was just at a big event. And a woman said to me, you know, Sandy, we we like that you think differently, but you do know you're crazy. And I go, (laughs) I'm okay with that. (laughs) Right? I'm okay. You know, because it's the most ridiculous thing. That, and these are all prestigious people in the yes. city. And they're like, you do know, we love you're different, but you are completely crazy. And I go, okay. I didn't even know what to say to that. I was thinking that. I didn't have a comeback. I just said, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being crazy. Right. That's all right with me. Yes. Because how, how do you prove it, you know? Look, it's so, well, I, I think proving that your thoughts create your reality is a fairly easy one. Because if you start to distinguish your theories, right? Or your taglines. Yeah. And then you start to see like, you're like, all right, who fault? Like, what are my taglines for um, uh, uh, whatever? Uh, what would I say? What would be a good one? Uh, like, it, look, if I have a tagline of people can't handle the truth, and all of a sudden, lo and behold, all my friends, when I tell them hate me, right, yeah. you'd have to go like, whoa, my yeah. theory is causing that. Like, even in the in the goofy one of like you learn a new word and all of a sudden you hear it or you see it on a billboard or a bus. Yeah. Right. You're like, holy fuck. How come would I have noticed that before? And the answer is no. Right. But it all of a sudden is in your reality and now you hear it, see it. And it's magical and awesome to see that you're that much God in your own universe. But most of us don't want that responsibility because we'd have to see that we're collecting evidence for shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're like, you know, I remember one time I was playing with this because, you know, we have to do the home method to ourselves before yeah. I can do it to you. And I remember I was going into the city, New York City, and I was like, all right, let me go play with theories. So I really have a theory that, you know, what I love about New Yorkers is how hostile they are. 
right? They're, at least they're honest, right? They're going to shove you over and they're going to tell you to fuck off. And yeah. that's New Yorkers. And I was like, all right, well, that's not the greatest theory for humanity in New York. Okay, let me go have another one. Let me go have like people are like lovely and generous here. Yeah. Okay, so let me go play with that one. So I go into the city and it's raining. And of course, I don't bring an umbrella and I don't really want to buy a $20 one on the street, but I'm like suffering because I'm about to get wet. And then I remember that I have this theory that humanity is lovely and New Yorkers are lovely. Uh, so what I do, because I'm standing, I see the Dwayne Reed where I'm going to go buy my umbrella, but uh, I got to wait for the light to change. I now go under a man's umbrella and say, can I join you? <laughs> Right? Like, and who knows what's going to happen, right? right and the right. guy's like, of course, right? <laughs> He's like, where do you need to go? Yeah. Right? And he took me to Dwayne Reed. Right? Ooh. And I was in like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Right? And now yeah. for the pessimists out there, you'd be like, you just got lucky. Right? Yeah, or, or maybe I saw a picture of Artie, you're pretty cute. You went to a guy. Like, who knows? Right? right? But uh, it truly... Uh, informs oh, I agree. what I, I see, yeah. what I do, what yeah. I say. So if I change it and I want it to be great, right, I just have to change my thought okay. and then be willing to garner evidence for that thought. Most of us are having so much more quote unquote fun collecting evidence for our darkest of theories. Right, I can never lose weight. My, my metabolism right. sucks. Right. Sex is painful. Like everything we hate Right? Or anything that gets us out. Like, if I believe my metabolism... Sex is painful. Why'd you come up with that one? I don't know. I think I that read was, it. I read it in... thin I, air. I, I read... Look, I think I, I read it in someone's homework, right? Like, in their dream, right? Okay. Like, in someone's okay. dream, it was like sex... It, like, so here... This is how twisted and dark we are. In our, in our dream, right? So I'm asking you to write your dream. You write, sex is pain-free. Okay? Um, Even though I get... That's your dream. Can you see how it like still evokes pain? Like, do you really want to like hang that on your fridge? (laughs) Right? It doesn't mean I don't get it and you shouldn't want like hot, fun, wild sex. But isn't hot, fun, wild sex better than pain-free sex? I don't know. I thought you were getting into S&M that they wanted painful sex. Oh, no, free. Pain-free. Free. Like into the strangulation. I don't know yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, I no, took you okay. for a turn. But yeah, look, it's <laughs> our theories are, are like they're just so deep and dark, and then we don't get the bad joke. And that's again back to see how dark we are is that if I have a theory that it's so hard for me to lose weight or it's hard for me to tell my friends the truth, uh, but let's say the weight one, right? It's so hard, my metabolism sucks at, right. at 54, blah, blah, blah. Right? Genetics, uh, yeah. Do I have to really fight hard for my dream? Do I have to go to the gym a ton? Do I have to put the cookie down? The answer is no. My belief informs my reality and my reactions. And yeah. my actions. And I can have that cookie because what the fuck? My metabolism sucks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Big one. Yeah. Big one. Big oh. one for people. Except All you right. should see my 82-year-old mother. She's really hot. <laughs> Right, and she has Hashimoto's. Like they're like you can't say anything. I haven't no. heard. You should look at my mother. I know my 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 mother. Though, I think she's eighty four, eighty five, and she runs circles around me. I mean, yeah. she's she's got it going on. You yes, know? Yes. so you never know. Yes. All right. 
I, I have this feeling we could keep going forever, <laughs> but we got to yeah. home it in here. So I want to make right. sure we get this other point in because before you come on, I ask people if you have questions, what do they want to hear from you? And okay. one was about the resolutions. And I think we kind of covered that. So we'll be good with that. But the other one is relationships. And we did a little bit about that, you know, but I see that you say you have a great rule for relationships. The one asshole had a time rule. <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> it's one of my favorite. Yeah. Okay. So I'm married 25 years. Uh, you know, maybe you've got a sense of me that I'm not always that nice. <laughs> and I'm pretty straightforward. I don't know. I, I got that. Yeah, I'm the nicest nice. of the sisters, but I, right. You're just, you could be like me. You're like a wise ass. You know? I could be a wise ass. And look, it took me a long time to get sarcasm as funny as I think it is it's not like if my kids don't think it's funny it's not funny yeah oh no but, no they don't think it's funny no they don't they do yeah. not appreciate my sense of humor at times yeah. uh but uh the key to any relationship right like with your kids with your best friends with anything is uh what you're only only one asshole in the relationship is allowed at a time. So if my husband comes home, oh, if, right? if my husband comes home in a shit mood, right, I can so easily one try to coach him to get pissed that he's pissed. Right. Like I could step right. into that and get triggered by his mood. And that would not be following my rule because two triggered people is much worse than just one. Right. If there's just one, you're like, oh, it's his turn to be an asshole tonight. OK, I'm going to not be one. I'm going to like step away from the building. I'm going to have compassion for his. It doesn't mean I have to get bit or anything like that. But it's don't walk in. Right. Like with my daughter. Uh, you know, a teen daughter, you really do not need two teens at that moment. It's like, don't drop and be a teen. Is let If she's out, she has it more right than I do. <laughs> okay. Right? I so get it. it. It's that one. It's a, it's a great rule for anybody at work, anyone, one asshole at a time. And if you're going to vote that that person's being an asshole, then don't you be. Okay. So what if... Yeah. You know, your meat, your spouse, your whatever, is just been in an asshole like an entire month or whatever. Like, you, you still have to let them be that? Do you know what I mean? Isn't it kind of unfair that they're always walking in? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't tolerate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Then it really is, honey, what's wrong? You know, look, yeah. uh, it's not that I don't try to go in and help and see if I can have compassion. It's just don't get triggered by it. And then if they're really off, right, there really is something going on. It's most likely not personal and you really go in and you really go yeah. uh, get them some help or someone that they could talk to. I'm not as good of a coach as I am. I'm not necessarily the greatest coach for my husband. Yeah. Right? I really do send him, like I'll rat him out because he works with my family sisters i'll really just rat him out of and course we, and we have a rule that i'm allowed to rat him out i i'll warn him beforehand but i you know i'm gonna yeah. rat you out to lauren yeah <laughs> i like that yeah you can't you can't coach you him. can't all right so before that one the question it's yes. the holiday season uh this is from a mom i'm overwhelmed i never get the right i know what you're gonna say this but i gotta <laughs> let okay i feel like i never get the right gifts for my in-laws what can i say to myself like let me read it to prevent me from being disappointed that's what she said she oh at holiday season she always gets the wrong gifts they complain how can she control them from not complaining all right well there's a couple of different 
Like one, I know you giggled. And I don't too. know what she means. I'm just kind of reading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, like one, I know why you giggled. Look, there's parts of like, wow, that's an awesome shitty theory to have because yeah. no matter what, you're doomed, right? Yeah. Like, and it's so funny because I'm sure if we went, like if I talked to her and we went in, I was like, really? Have you always fucked it up? Right? <laughs> Has there like not one, how long have you been married? Not one gift did they like? Did they tell yeah. you? How do you know? Did you ask them? So yeah. I'd first I'd go poke a few holes in her theory just to see if it's really true that every year, you know, and look, if I were shopping knowing someone was going to hate it anyway, I'm a different shopper, right? Absolutely. Completely yes. different shopper. The other yeah. part is if you really want to win, right, which is mm -hmm. a good question for human beings because the dark side right now, I swear her win is being right that her in-laws are jerks. <laughs> Yeah, and, on, jerks, and unappreciative, right? Yeah. The tagline is they don't appreciate me, right? Yeah, I, I yes. love that tagline. I have that too. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> only yeah. my rule about not being appreciated is to make sure no one fails me, right? That if I need appreciation or I need a thank you, I get it, right? The other thing is if I always fucked up, we truly always fucked up gifts. I would take my in-laws one at a time out to lunch. I'd FaceTime them and interview them of like, <laughs> what the fuck do they want? Just tell me, <laughs> right? I want to like, not like you're an asshole, but uh, I want to get this right. Help me, help me, you know? Oh my. Right? Is go like win. Winning would be you got the greatest gift. I promise you right now, your dark side, as sad as it is, wasting money and time and all that, is getting off on them not liking your gifts. Love it. I love it. Well, you know, I hate to say this, we're going to have to go. I know. We could keep going, Sam. I know, Marnie, but like I want to <laughs> give you an, an opportunity here. Okay. Is there anything, because we'll write, you know, little stuff about you and how they can find you, but is there anything that we didn't get in that you want to get in? Um, Let me see. Uh, I don't, th I mean, look, definitely go check out our coaching and handout group and our interview. Uh, right now we have a... Now in January 15th, there's a bargain and that we usually offer bargains of Inner You Life and Inner You Love are awesome programs. In March, I'm leading the Inner University boot camp for the people that sign up for love. Ooh. Uh, and so that's six weeks with me once a week on a Zoom call. And that will be so much fucking fun. Ooh, right. Okay. So anyone that's looking for love. Uh, you should find out about that. It will be fun. We will work on your profile, your theories. Uh, that's so cool. It will be a lot of fun. And that's uh, nothing I like more than single humans that are dark as fuck. <laughs> okay. So that, so go check out interview. And like, and then just a final note about resolutions is really just keep them not look where we get sleazy about them and fail ourselves is we make them so freaking broad and general and big, right? So you're like, and sneakily non-specific, right? Like, I'm going to be a better spouse, right? Yeah. And you're like, that's not fucking measurable, right? Right? That's different than I'm going to go to the gym three times a week for 30 yeah. minutes. And then yeah. don't do stupid shit like cold turkey. Don't promise, like you said, Sandy, of go to the gym every day. You're not, yeah. if, especially if you don't do it now, <laughs> like don't promise to quit smoking yeah. right on January 2nd if you've been smoking for 10 years, <laughs> right. right? It's not going to happen. You're really going to need a program and a plan for how to do it yeah. 
piecemeal, right? There really is a gradient for how to keep a promise and get a partner, but not one that agrees that this is difficult. Okay, get a partner, get someone that like has already lost the weight and really knows how to do it. Get someone that found love online and really like figured it the fuck out. Right? Don't pick someone that's struggling too. You're going to want to because they right. agree with you. Don't. Right. Okay, so that's my word of wisdom for January. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Marty, it's okay. been a pleasure. Same I, here. I really, really enjoyed it. And you know, for my Let's Keep It Real people... What I'm going to say, just have fun, enjoy yourself, kick your heels up, and until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show, and remember, keep spreading the positive.